Welcome to This Is My World podcast, episode number 19, and I am your host, Janet. I'm so glad you were able to join us tonight. And before we get started with tonight's episode, I do want to remind you that my podcast is supported by MMG Entertainment. Of course, when this is all over and, and you are in need of any DJ service for your special occasions, please contact DJ Gil B on Instagram, and that's DJ G I L B double E. And of course, JC Complete Skin Health and B Flawless Cosmetics. And for a free consultation, this goes for females and males. Please call them at 951 272 4455, or you may visit them at www.beflawless.com and make sure you let them know that you heard their information through my podcast. Hello there. How are you, Sal? Hey, what's up? How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, taking that day at a time. As we should. Before we get started, um, can you please share with me and my listeners more about who you are and what is your occupation? Well, my name is Saul Mendoza and um, I'm currently a 16-year service member in the United States Air Force. I run two companies. And um, yeah, I'm just pretty much trying to a guy trying to make things happen. You know, as I wouldn't necessarily consider myself some kind of special brand or breed of person. I just am out seeking uh, some kind of purpose. You know. Yes, I totally agree with you. Um, how did the idea of your clothing brand Excel Navigate? Negative, my bad, um, came about. Why the name? Well, XL Negative, I was at the 24 Hour Fitness in Downey, California. And the gym, it's a real, it's a great gym, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, you do not find a weight re-racked if your life depends on it. And anyone who goes to the gym knows the number one most annoying thing in every gym, besides not wiping your machines down, is putting your gym, putting your weights back. Right. So yeah. the gym for me, as it is for a lot of people, is a place where you go to release, you know, the stress of the day. You know, it's therapy or whatnot. Iron therapy, as they like to refer to it as. So I'm at the gym trying to do my set and the entire place. I had a bad day. OK. And then the, the entire place is just absolutely wrecked. There's weights. There's like 25 dumbbell, 25 pound dumbbells by the uh, squat rack. Like, why are there 25-pound dumbbells by the squat rack? And I'm on the verge of just absolutely losing it, you know, just being like seeing someone who's not putting their weights back and just, you know, saying something, probably stepping across the line that I probably shouldn't. So right before I'm about to lose it, I just took a deep breath, kind of told myself like, hey, calm down, mm-hmm. and just exhaled. I let it go. And I finished my workout and I proceeded to have probably one of the best workouts I've ever had in my entire life. So that's where exhale negative came from. 
I just thought of that as I was walking out the gym. I was just like, I literally just took all those negative energies that was inside me at the time, exhaled it and just carried on. And the situation turned out for the better. Because if I would have chosen the latter, which would have been, you know, lose my patience and do something stupid, it probably wouldn't have ended as well as it did if I just, you know, just let it go and just do what I got to do, you know? Yes, that's nice. That's awesome. Is that, um... You said LA Fitness? It was 24 hour fitness. And I hate to put them on blast, but hey, they gotta they gotta do something about that. Is that the one that's inside the shopping center? No, no, no. This one's in Downey. It's a it's a super sport. I don't go to that gym anymore, so okay, gotcha. All right. Can you describe or outline your typical day? So to outline my typical day, it's very, very routine. I wake up every day at 5.30 in the morning. I make breakfast. And then I read. I read every morning. Uh, it's important to make sure that you learn something new every day. You can't go... Uh, if you go a day without learning something new, uh, you messed up. And that's just my opinion. All right. So after I read, after I read, and this is pre-quarantine, after I read... I go to my day job, right? Mm -hmm. And I go I go to my day job from, I wake up at 5.30, by the time I eat, I read, and I write down my goals every day. I write down the same eight goals, and then I write down what's called a power list, and I'll get more into that later. So after that, I go to work around eight o'clock, and then I get out at around four or five. I go to the gym, then again, pre-quarantine, mm -hmm. uh, for about an hour and a half. I'll get home at like six-ish, around six or so. So from six to 10 is when I put in my my work, is when I put in my actual, what I consider to be my full-time job, which is running the businesses, which is running XL Negative, running Brickwall Media, you know, getting on the computer, figuring out marketing, designing new t-shirts, you know, figuring out what it is that the customer wants, you know, showing the, finding out what the customer wants that they don't even know they want, you know, and all that. So then I, I dedicate those hours from the time I, I get home from the gym to the time I go to bed at 10 o'clock because I go to bed at 10 o'clock every day to working on my future. And I wake up the next day, I do it all over again. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nothing really, truly special, mm -hmm. but uh, I, I look a lot into success and what it takes to be successful. And a lot of one of the things that's important, in my opinion, about success is master the monotony, master the monotony. And what that means is you have to be willing to do the boring stuff every day. You know, I have to watch the sales videos every day. I have to learn, you know, basic stuff every day every day and it, it does get monotonous over and over again but that's how you make progress yep and in the long run it will be a great and, and of course you'll have success definitely that's the plan <laughs> what motivates you uh, what motivates me yes I would say death. death death motivates me the fact that we're all on a clock and one day, you know, you're going to be sitting there knowing that you're at the end of the road. If, you know, 
and what what are you going to be thinking you know there's a there's a speech i heard i forget who it's by but he talks about what if you get to oh it's ed milet i don't know if you've heard of ed milet he says what if you get to meet the person you could have been after you pass away what if you pass away and whatever happens in the afterlife you get to meet face to face with the person that you could have become mm-hmm. you know and that's what motivates me is i don't want to one day be at the end of my line like i should have done more i could have done more i can always do more mm-hmm. that's what motivates me and i totally 100% agree with you <laughs> yeah. how do you yeah. define success how do i define success success it, it's it's relative to a situation because success can be anything from you know from running a marathon that you train for and actually finishing it to you know being able to give a bonus to 100 of your employees in your company you know there is success is relative to the position in which you are in you know so in in a sense you never actually truly reach success because whenever you get to the success you are at there's a new bar that was set does that does that make sense that made sense in my head yes of course <laughs> so <laughs> so it's like so success is really cuz I, i can't say oh success is you know i have 10 million dollars and i can buy my mom a house you know it's because once you get there once you do that then what you have this you have the money you have the success then what there's got to be something more there's always a new yeah. success yes i agree with you i totally agree with you uh, like as far as me like every day uh, even before this quarantine um i always write down my goals and once i reach my goals i set myself new goals because yeah. there's not no one's it's like it's non-stop for me that's just the way i've been ever since i was you know a little girl i've always been the, the type of person that i don't let negative people or negative thoughts or anything like get me down of course it has happened to me because you know i'm not perfect um i don't ever want to be perfect but there has been some times where you just get a hold or someone contacts you and they're like negative and we either have a choice to dig into their negativity like allow them to take over your positivity kind of type of way and it's like especially nowadays how this quarantine is going on i don't know about you but i have a couple friends that they're so like afraid of what's going on and i tell them like why are you afraid like they start telling me because of the news why are you watching news you know <laughs> I, i was listening to the mfc or to the uh, real af with andy fasilla podcast and yesterday he said average people are consumed by chaos mm-hmm. which is basically exactly what you're saying you know it's it's someone who it's funny because i never get phone calls and the one time i'm trying to do a podcast i get a phone call that's awesome say hello <laughs> <laughs> no but um 
let's 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 go back to what you said first because I, I kind of want to pick that apart because I like what you said about the, the writing down the goals because it's it's very interesting where you you look at successful people in a sense you know of people who have reached levels in which you aspire to reach and every single one of them and I don't think I'm wrong but I could be but every single one of them have one thing in common and that is that they write down their goals mm-hmm. right yeah. now now here's the thing that is a common denominator with people who are successful and yet people who want to be successful don't write anything down mm-hmm. if, if you ask a whole a big group of people how many of you actually write down your goals every single day the, the amount of people that you'll find that actually do it is slim to none the one thing that you do because i always tell people there's two things that p- successful people do write down their goals and read yes. if you don't do those two things and you wonder why you're not successful i, I mean i can tell you why you're not successful because you don't write down your goals you know there, if there's any successful people who do, who never wrote down their goals please let me know because i know they're far and few between yeah you know like when i tell my friends hey i write down my goals and i read they're like you write down your goals jenna for what I'm like, what do you mean for what? You have no idea, no clue, like how important, at least for me. Because again, everybody's different. Everybody yeah. thinks differently, you know. But as for me, ever since I was 15 years old, I have always, always wrote down my goals. And ever since I was 15 to up to now, I have achieved goals after goals. I have improved within myself I have so much more to go so much more to go and go and I will continue continue to continue you know why because people don't realize how important it is to write books to get knowledge you know I have a friend who is like very paranoid of what's going on and again I understand and I tell her like hey read a book why am I going to read a book for? Like, you have no idea how much you're hurting yourself. And again, this is just by my personal opinions. And I'm not trying to offend absolutely no one. If, if they get offended, let them get offended. You know, that, that's the way I look at it. <laughs> you know, like, if you don't want to read a book, you have no idea how much you're hurting my, yourself. That's the way I see it. You know? Okay. These are the people who who would rather be spoon-fed information. Because books, let me explain the magic of these books, okay? There's someone who who studied, let's say, whatever maybe they, they studied or they went through an experience over the course of, let's say, 5, 10, 15, 20 years, right? Something that you haven't been through, something you haven't experienced. And, and by you, I mean we. Yes. We haven't experienced and they took that experience they put it in print in a book and sell it for $15 so for $15 i can buy someone else's life years of experience how, how do you not see the value in that mm-hmm. like absolute just experience because you're buying someone's experience from them and you're learning from it 
it's a beautiful thing and why people choose not to do that you know what i don't blame them because i haven't been reading for that long i've only been reading for about maybe two years tops mm-hmm. you know but it wasn't until it's like the it's like uh, working out for example you know you you kind of don't want to do it until you start to see results with the books it was the exact same way it wasn't until i started noticing like holy crap i cannot believe how much i don't know yep about very basic subjects and then it's all in his books yeah and it's a never-ending thing at least for me like you get into one book and then something like when you're reading um you want to learn more about what they're talking about so you get that other book and then you exactly you read that book and then it gives you a hint or you catch a hint and then you read and get that other book just for an example um about a month ago i've always um liked tony robbins i don't know if you know who he is of course i know tony. everybody uh, knows tony robbins <laughs> you know what sweetie you will be surprised how many people at least uh, uh some people that i um talk to they have no clue who tony robbins is and it's a yeah and it's again because you're stuck in what you shouldn't be stuck like your mind is not where it's supposed to be in a healthier way is what i'm trying to say for example uh about in march one of my friends told me hey janet have you read um tony robbins book unshakable and then i said yeah and then he goes what did you most like about him like what do you what does he inspire you the most i said just everything it's like for example me i was a gunshot victim in 1999 um i went flatline so i had a near-death experience people tell me wow janet like how did that change your life it changed my life drastically not only did it change my life because i was the type of person Um, before that happened to me that I will take things for granted. Um, I would always ask God, why this? Why that? Why do you allow these people to betray me? Why do you allow this person to make me cry? Why do you allow, you know, all that stuff. Like to me now, the way I see myself now and the way that I've grown as a person, I see it as in, wow, Janet, like you were just a very pitiful person. Like, you know like i just laugh now like i just laugh how i would allow people to take control over my mind and everything and i'm just so happy that i started reading books i started reading by bi- my bible i started just getting out of my comfort zone you know i have always been the type of person that if so and so does a B, guess what? I'm the type of person that I want to do A and Z. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. No, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, it, 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 you're, you're basically outlining mental toughness. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and the bad thing, the the thing about mental toughness is, I feel like mental t- toughness has a bad stigma to it, where where people think about mental toughness as like emotionless and heartless where that's just not the case you know you can be mentally stuffed and still have emotions towards people you just don't let it emotionally guide you towards decisions that are better thought out rationally 
Does that make sense? Yes, it makes sense. Let me ask you a question, and this is like way out of uh, our, the podcast, but I. Oh, this is great. I like this. A question. Uh huh. Do you think that people who cry, do you think they're weak? No. No, 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 no. I think, I mean, I cry. I mean, I cry for dumb stuff. Like, I cry in movies sometimes, you know, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> but, um, it, hey, it's, it, there's some sad movies, you know, like, it's, whatever, it happens. Uh, but, uh, no, I don't. I don't. I mean, I've seen, I mean, like, crying to me, I mean, it depends. Let me, let me gather my thoughts real quick. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to put you in the spot. No, no, no. This is this is what these conversations are for. You know, I don't want the easy questions. I want, you know, the hard questions that make me think about what I want to say. You know, so I don't I, I don't think crying is a weakness. However, if you cry because, you know, your Starbucks order is incorrect. Oh, no. you know. Then yes, you know, it, it all depends on why you're crying now, you know, if your best friend passes or like, you know, something like that, you know, if you don't cry, I'd be like, oh, man, there's some it- that's there's, there's something, you know, but no, definitely like, I mean, I've, I've never, I have never seen a dude cry and been like, oh, you're a bitch, you know? Oh, sorry for my language, but I've never done that, you know? Um, beep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 throw a beep in there. But, um, yeah, like, you know, if, if you fall and scrape your knee and just start bawling, you know, I might say something. <laughs> like, all right, dude, like, come on, it ain't that bad. Yeah, I like that. But as far... <laughs> but, but as far as emotionally, like... Some event happened in your life, yeah, man. By all means, you you can't hold it in, because if you hold it in, you're gonna keep holding it in, and you're gonna keep holding it, in, you're gonna keep holding it in until one day you're just gonna blow, mm-hmm. you know. And, that, and that's how mental breakdowns happen, you know. You gotta. Uh, Dan Crenshaw talks about this in his new book Fortitude, where he talks about it's it's like a it's like a pressure release valve, you know, where he says that it's okay to complain about the small stuff as long as you don't make a big deal about the big stuff, you know? And, and, and what he means like that is like, you, you have to read it. It's a pretty elaborate chapter, but what he means by it is don't hold it in to the point where you just lose it, you know? And I feel like I'm kind of repeating myself now, but I definitely recommend the book. If, if anyone wants more information on, on this, because literally this could this could be a podcast in its own, uh, uh, 42 by Dan Crenshaw is, is, is really good. Nice. Well, I think personally, crying um, is not a sign of weakness. I, I, I really do not see it that way and the only reason why I brought it up was because uh, one of my friends did tell me that crying is a sign of weakness and I just looked at them and I'm like what are you talking about like in my head I was like you have so much work to do within yourself <laughs> yeah so, like it's incredible but anyhow let's jump no I mean if you have to physically stop yourself from crying Mm -hmm. you know what you're doing 
is you're faking it yeah. because you want to cry, but you're 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 fa- you're being fake. You're you're being you're putting on this front to the world like you're tough. You know, so if you think that crying is a sign of weakness, hold holding back your crying even though you want to cry would still be considered weakness if that's this guy's point, you know? Like just because you don't cry if you still want to cry it would still be weakness, you know? Just because you have a big old cut on your arm and you don't show that it hurts, it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. And that is why I don't talk to uh, this friend anymore. He was a guy. And um, for example, let me give you a good example. Um, we were watching a movie. I forgot which movie it was, but it was about a girl who got shot. And it kind of took me back to my experience. So, of course, I started crying. You know, I got emotional because, again, I wouldn't be here. You know, I, I, I yeah. here. I will be home. Um, and so I know there's a purpose for me in life. Uh, whatever it is, I always welcome it. Um, but I started crying. And he tells me, Janet, you need to stop crying. Like, you're so weak. And I turn around. And- <laughs> and I- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just picturing this guy saying that. That's not funny. I just, I just, I feel like he's projecting himself onto you. Like what he is. Yeah. You know, and I don't mean to insult a guy, but. Hey, by all means, I don't care. I don't talk to him anymore. <laughs> no, like, you know, you, you got to let your emotions be your emotions. You know, you can't keep like, I'll give you a prime example of, of emotions. And this is a funny story. So I was overseas with one of my buddies, right? And we're both like, you know, pretty big dudes. We consider ourselves to be pretty tough, right? And we, we, we were both overseas and we weren't overseas. We we're in the Philippines. We ate some bad food. We got sick, right? So we're just hanging out in the hotel room watching Armageddon. All right. Oh, <laughs> so I, I don't know if you remember the scene, the part where like uh, uh, the, the young Ben Affleck character is supposed to go out and sacrifice himself. But then the Bruce Willis character brings him back in. Yeah. And he's like, take care of my daughter and all that. Yeah. All right. So that part is, is sad. All right. So I'm like. I'm like playing that role. I'm playing that role that I was talking about where I was like trying to hold it in, right? Because I got my buddy right next to me. I don't want him to see me doing it, right? So I kind of hear him kind of like sniffle a bit, right? So I look over, he's doing the same thing. He's trying to hold it back. Like, and then after we both just start crying, dude. We're like, this is a sad scene and we don't care. You know, we're gonna just let it out. Like there's no shame in that. Like, I don't know. I just thought that was a funny story I'd share. Like just me in general, if you serve me no purpose in my life, first of all, I don't hang out with anybody who is negative. Um, that's not good for anybody. That's not good for me. At least me. I'm speaking for me. If you serve me no purpose, like you're not doing um, anything to support me, meaning not support me financially, but meaning like, hey, if I have something going on, like, you know, I will be yeah, support your spirit, support your soul. Exactly. Exactly. If you don't serve me nothing, I will say bye bye to you. <laughs> and, and as it should be, you know, like uh, uh, like they say, you are the CEO of your own life and you should hire and fire accordingly. Yes, exactly. You know, you are no under obligate. You are under no obligation to keep anyone in your life. And that's including family. 
and you're under no obligation to give them a reason as to why you want them in or out of your life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's it. Yep. And besides your clothing brand, I know you also do photography. You do video editing. You yeah. are into fitness. Um, how do you find the time to manage everything? Like, how do you work? And, and I'm not even um, putting in like your family, like having time with your family or your friends or your girlfriend, your wife. Like, how do you manage to do, you know, to give time to everything? So, so time, time is a very interesting concept. All right. Cause it, it's, I'm pretty sure that this is true, but I don't know. So don't fact check me, but I don't have time is the biggest excuse ever known to man. Every, I don't have time. Everyone will always say you don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. Oh. I, I call BS. I call absolute BS. Oh, you know, shit. everyone has oh, time. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so I can't say that. Yes. <laughs> For anyone who knows me knows that I curse a lot, so I'm like really trying to to not do that here. But um, time. I'm I'm talking to this person about how they don't have enough time to do something, right? And I casually change the subject, right, to some Netflix show that she just so happened to watch the entire damn season. You got time, you know, it's like, she, it's like you can tell me all about every single Netflix show. You know, you have time. It's, it's not that you don't have time. It's that your priorities are mixed up. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone, the, the TV, I, I think the, the national average right now is three hours per day watching TV. You know what you could do with three hours per day, you know, 21 hours per week. You could work. That, oh. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's a lot. And that's the thing. Like, People have time. You go to sleep earlier, you wake up earlier, okay? One of the biggest things that I do to make sure that I have enough time, all right? And I I talked about this on one of my little uh, snippets that I do on my Instagram, is I don't take my phone into my room, all right? My, my phone is not allowed into my room. Why? What, what's the first thing you do when you're getting ready to go to bed and you take your phone with you? What's the first thing you do? You check your phone. And for how long? For hours and hours. And, and then you try to go to sleep, right? You fall asleep. And then for some reason, you wake up and you can't sleep. What do you do? You go to your phone. Exactly. Everyone does. I did too before I stopped doing that. But I stopped. That, that right there made sure. Why, why, is the, why is it that I can get up? at 5 30 in the morning every morning because when i go to bed i go to sleep mm-hmm. i don't play on my phone for three and a half hours and then wonder why i can't sleep i go to sleep i was reading a book called uh oh, man i forget what all these books are called uh, max out by uh, ed Milet, and he talks about now i don't know if this is true but he talks about how the blue light in your cell phone uh, uh your brain reacts to it the same way that your brain reacts to the sunrise in the morning so it's like right before you go to bed, you're blasting the sunrise right into your face. And then you wonder why you can't sleep. Yeah. yeah. You know? So let's go back to the question, how, how I manage my time, okay? Now, I listen 
very, very, very、um, adamantly to a man called Andy Frisella, named Andy Frisella. Right? He has a podcast that used to be called the MFCEO Project. Now it's called the Real AF with Andy Frisella. And he has this thing called the Power List. Okay, it's episode 107 of Real AF. Okay, when I'm done talking about it, you can go check it out. Basically, what a Power List is is a list of five. Action items that you have to get done that day. Period. No excuses. Okay. So five items, right? No more, no less. Any any less than five, you didn't get enough done. Any more than five, you're doing too much and you're going to burn out. Okay. Now the five items is not a to do list. Okay. What what happens to do? What happens to to do lists? What happens to them? To me, because <laughs> I nothing, nothing, right? Yeah, nothing happens to to do list, and I guarantee you, your listeners can agree with me. Everyone has a to do list that sits there and never gets done. So it is not a to do list. It's not a, I'm take out the trash. It's not a, 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 a put your shoes away, iron your clothing. No, it's none of that. It's your your your. Powerless is based off of what it is that you are doing in your current life. Like for example, this is what my powerless looks like for the day, right? My first actionable item will be read one chapter. So I make it a point to read one chapter of a book every single day. Okay. So my second actionable item will be I'll go into fitness, right? And it'll be something like run ten miles or whatnot. Okay, let me calm that down. Five miles. Okay, run five miles and stretch. That'll be number two. Number three will look like something will will be geared towards my business. Now I'm not telling you this is what you should do. It should be geared towards your life. Mine is geared towards mine.、If、number five will be watch five sales videos. Okay, or number three. My bad. Number three, watch five sales videos. Number four will be create new uh, uh, marketing contact. Create five new pieces of marketing contact for Excel Negative. And number five will be something like、uh, learn new videography skill in Premiere Pro, which Premiere Pro is a video editing software. So once I do those five things, right,、okay. I have won the day. So the power list is about winning the day. Okay, if you don't do those five things, you failed. Or you have failed the day. Okay, your 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 Netflix, your Call of Duty. Your your girl time, your guy time, all that does not happen unless you finish your power list. You want to go visit your friends? You haven't fire, you haven't finished your power list? Too bad. You know, you have a power list, and that power list does get done every day. Now, Monday Monday comes, you write down your power list, your five items, and you do that right Monday. Come Tuesday. You write down five more things, and, and it can, and it can be the exact. My power list looks the same almost every single day. Like I said earlier, master the monotony. Tomorrow it'll be read a chapter, read another chapter, watch five more sales videos, run five more miles. You know, it it very rarely changes very drastically. So Tuesday I finish right. Then Wednesday I finish right. I I just won three days. All right, come come Sunday I just won seven days. Right. Where I won the day. Guess what? I just won. I just won the week.、Yep. All right. So I do that for another week, right? And I do that for four weeks straight. Guess what? I just won. I just won the month. 
All right. And then I do that for another four weeks and another four weeks all the way up until I just won the year. Until I win five years, until I win 10 years. Do you get what I'm getting at with yes, this? Yes, sir. Now, now the reason why you have to write this down, right? You have to write this down. Like you don't have to buy one of those fancy fucking notebooks. I'm sorry. You don't have to buy one of those notebooks. You know, beep. You don't have to buy one of those fancy notebooks that cost, you know, $30 with all these like fancy gizmos and gadgets and none of that. No, I just do it on a regular sheet of paper, five items, right? I write down my eight goals and then my five power list items. Now, if you don't finish your power list, okay, you failed, acknowledge the failure, right? Let's say the next day you finish your power list. Cool, you do. But the next day you don't. And the next day you don't. And next day you don't, you have written objective evidence that you are failing and you need to do something about it. When you don't write it down and you fail, you don't have any evidence that you've been failing. So you don't take any action because you can deny the failure because the evidence isn't there. But if you write down your power list and you fail over and over and over again, that's when you know something needs to change and it needs to change now. The opposite goes when you win the day. When you see you win the day, when you see you win the month, when you see you win the year, that's when your motivation kicks into high gear because you just win and you win and you win and you win and you keep winning. The winning becomes a habit and you have no choice Then they inevitably become successful. Yes, sir. That's, that, that's, MF, that's real AF. It used to be called the MSCEO Project, episode 107. He, I, he talks about the entire power list. That is how I end up, how I do a lot with the little time that everyone has. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you don't do it, guys, you know, do it. Do it. I would highly recommend it, you know, and, and all these uh, uh, other people I hear all have their different versions of the power list. Like, uh, for, for example, Ben Newman, who is who is also a speaker. He has a uh, I forget what his is called, but he only has three items, you know, and, and other people have four items. But whatever it is that you decide that you want to do, whether it's three, you know, five, you know, maybe even if you do six, you know, if you can handle it. But don't sit there and try to do 30 things in one day that's that's how you end up with burnout that's how you end up not getting anything done Mm -hmm. who has been your greatest inspiration it's definitely andy frisella the guy i keep talking about you know and the reason i like him if you listen to his podcast is because he's no bs he's not that like rainbows and unicorns hold hands and we're all going to be successful kind of guy like he will, he will straight up tell you in the, in the in his podcast. Like if you're not putting in the work, it's because you don't want it, and you simply just don't have what it takes, you know. And and at first, it's like a real punch to the face. But after a while, and after you see the way people are and the way people react to putting in work, like real actual work, I'm not talking about you know flipping open your uh, laptop at Starbucks with a coffee and pretending to play business, as he likes to call it. You know, it's the real actual you know, hours and hours upon end of just reading and learning and taking in as much as you can from as many people as you can. So uh, uh, Andy Frisella is definitely, definitely that guy. So I want to give a huge shout out because you know how they always talk about uh, the people that they keep around you, that you keep around you. I have a buddy, his name is Danny Martinez and he runs a, a graphics shop 
up north in Northern California. And, and Danny just randomly sent me this podcast. I'd never heard of it before. I've never heard of Andy Frisilla. I never heard of DMFCO. I didn't know anything. I didn't, at that time when he sent me the podcast, I didn't even really listen to podcasts. And he sent me that. And it just changed the entire course of my life. You know, so having someone like Danny Martinez who who read the podcast and he was like, hey, you know what? Saul could benefit from this. And he sent it to me. He didn't say, hey, you need this. He didn't say, hey, this is the best program. He just sent it to me and let me do whatever I wanted to do with yeah. it. You know, so, so I want to give him a huge shout out for that because he is the main reason why I am as far as I am today. That that was a catalyst that really set off the path that I'm in. Woohoo! Shout outs to you, Danny. Great job. Yeah. That's, that's the type of people you need to surround yourself with. And I will never get tired of saying it. You need people like your friend. In your life, that's for sure. Yeah. What is the your favorite part of being pretty much like your own boss with your two companies? What's your favorite part of it? Uh, the potential is what I make it. You know, no no one's telling me what my potential is. You know, when you work for someone else, your your potential can only go as far as their vision. You know. My, my potential goes as far as my vision and my vision goes as far as the I can see even beyond that you know so it's it's how far I want to go I can't you cannot I can't outgrow myself I can't outgrow my vision because I'm steadily growing with my vision you know but with that being said I get why people quit I get it I understand why people don't follow through with this because it is hard being an entrepreneur is hard. You spend a lot of money, you invest a lot of your own money into the company and you go months and months and months and months with I've been with Exhale Negative coming up on 2 years and I still haven't made a profit. Every all everything is still being reinvested into the company just to be able to keep the company running, you know. And if you can't do that, if you can't put in tons of work without any real return and this isn't going to be for you mm-hmm. it's really not because I, I in my day job I make enough money to where I can retire comfortably you know I can buy a nice house and have a nice family and go on vacation twice a year you know I could do that if I wanted right. to but it's I'm not I'm not built for that I'm built for more I'm not sure what yet to be honest, but whatever it is. Welcome it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. I know you read a lot of books. What if you had the chance to write a book about yourself? How would you name it? Oof, that, that, that one would be tough. That one would definitely be tough because... Uh, you know, I thought about this question too. <laughs> what, 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 if, what if I actually wrote a book and uh, what I name it? I feel like, and I know we've spoken about this before. I feel like the book would name itself. You know, like after after all the chapters were put together. And you know, I'm just getting started. I'm like chapter three right now out of 
you know, a hundred million chapters, you know, but at the end of the day, when the book is closed and my, and my story is done, what I have done, the pinnacle of my career, which, you know, my, my big goal is, is to just be able to offer people things that they've never had before, you yeah. know, and, 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 and when those chapters are written, you know, the title will, the, the title will, will, will say itself, you know, and other people, I wouldn't necessarily come up with the title, you know, I feel like, like someone else will, you know, based off of what I've accomplished, hopefully. Exactly. And of course, the last question I have for you, uh, what advice would you give anyone who wants to become uh, entrepreneurs? Be ready to sacrifice everything. I mean, everything, your friends, your family, girlfriends, boyfriends, you know, the, the, the life that you knew, the life that you have is done. You cannot keep doing what you're doing and be a successful entrepreneur. Like, you're gonna have to work harder because for every time you go out, like for example, I work on the weekends, you know? And, and so while my competition is out, you know, having beers, I'm looking at marketing videos. You know, there's always someone out there working, there's someone out there working harder than you. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that there's no possible way to be successful if you don't sacrifice your weekends. I'm not saying that. What I am saying, however, is that you increase your chances of being successful the more you sacrifice now. Because competition yeah. is tough. Just be ready. You have to you have to mentally just prepare to just put everything into it and get almost nothing back for like the first year, two years, five years, maybe even ten years. You know, and it's tough. It's mentally tough. It's 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 like I said earlier, I get why people want to quit, but you just can't. You just have to keep yeah. going. No matter what, keep going. Just keep going. Yeah. Um, and yeah. before we end the podcast, I do want to thank you a lot for your time. Um, it has been a true pleasure having you on my podcast. Thank you for being part of my journey with my podcast. Yeah, thanks You're for having welcome. me my first podcast so this is pretty awesome would you <laughs> want to share with my listeners your instagram pages uh yes of course so the actual uh clothing brand is at xl negative common spelling and my personal instagram is at x underscore brick wall and would you like to say anything else yeah, just uh, I, I respect and admire what you're doing. You know, it, it looks like to me like you decided that you were going to do a podcast and here you are doing it, which I mean, the action is the first step. I mean, I think everyone knows someone who like, I mean, as you go through your journey, you're going to meet, you know, 50 people who talk about how they started a podcast and that and that's it. You know, they never follow through with it. Like, I'm one of those people. I started a podcast and I never followed through with it. You know, so it's just, uh, yeah, yeah. If good luck to you. Don't mind me asking why? Why you said nah, not for me? <laughs> well, what happened was, what, what happened, happened was, <laughs> um, um, what happened to my podcast was basically the same thing that happened to Brickwall Media, my media company, is that 
what's I talk a lot about the chances of being successful, you know, running three companies versus one. I was expending too much energy into the podcast and too much energy into Brickwall Media, and it was taking away from XL Negative. So I, I made a decision. Do I want to be in media? Do I want to make a podcast or do I want to run the clothing company? And my decision is the clothing company. The clothing company takes up is is as takes up a majority of my attention. And the time that I spent recording podcasts is time that I would rather spend designing a new t-shirt, you know, finding out uh, a better uh, products, you know, product research, that kind of thing. Gotcha. So. Well, you keep doing what you're doing. You're doing an job and I wish you all the best and don't ever stop have a good night everybody all right thank you